Okay, so till now we were discussing how the clip of Midian, this evil of strife that um, emerges in all kinds of people, including those people very dedicated to the service of Hashem. Um, and yesterday we also learned about how in a very practical way people who are wealthy are jealous of people which are wealthier, people who aren't wealthy are jealous of those who are wealth, wealthy, and because of this jealousy, it creates this, it foments a hatred that is um, not fixed, it's, it's, it's the worst kind of hatred. It is difficult, like the grave, this kind of je- jealousy, and it creates a, a uh, hatred which it is, um, seems a, a hatred which is uh, unfixable. Like all hatred could be fixed, but hatred coming from jealousy can't. So, the Rebbe raised the bar vis-a-vis um, who has who is who is possible that has this clip of Midian. He clearly delineated yesterday two pe- kinds of people who are clearly servants of Hashem, clearly way up there on the. Uh, on the yardstick of the service of Hashem, those who are serving Hashem with joy, those who are serving Hashem with bitterness, and they really are, and they really are serving Hashem with joy, and really are serving Hashem with bitterness, and yet, even in them, even in these kinds of people who are truly servants of Hashem, still, because this sense of self um, is prevalent, even in that level of service of Hashem, therefore the evil of Midian is also prevalent, and what happens is that people disdain each other and they don't unite and they don't value the other person's service of Hashem, therefore they don't learn from each other and they don't, um, they don't hold space and learn from each other and they don't um, connect. So it, it's because of this, it, it, it's, it's this the, it, it, it's sense of jealousy. We learn different kinds of expression of jealousy. One is where you feel like just the other person... Just the fact that there's another person doing something similar that you're, to what you're doing makes you less. How much more so if you feel the other person is better than you, you feel less. And because you feel less, that's what motivates some, a part of you, the clip of Midian in you, the evil Midian, to disdain what they're doing and to point flaws and faults of what they're doing. So it seems like the biggest uh, problem is this jealousy. That's what we've left with. It, it comes from the sense of self. But it uh, surfaces through jealousy, a lot. Um, so now, that in this chapter, the Rebbe is going to address. One second, jealousy is not always so bad. The Torah speaks about a positive jealousy. It says in the Torah, jealousy produces wisdom. If you're jealous of someone who's better than you, doesn't that make you want to strive to go higher and to copy that person? The Gemara says, "Kinas to so when you're jealous of someone who knows more than you, it makes you wiser, it makes you try to, try to become better. So why are we saying that jealousy is as bad as death? And jealousy is causes a hatred which is unfixable. We know that that is, is a positive element to jealousy as well. Let's go. So how could these two things uh, come together? And although there is a virtue in, in jealousy, in a spiritual jealousy, as it says in the Talmud, the jealousy among the scribes, envy among the scribes, increases knowledge. 
Or as it says in the Medrash about Rachel, that she was jealous of her sister. What was she jealous of? Her sister had a lot of children. And the surface, she was jealous that her sister had children. But it wasn't the jealousy of her, her sister's children, or her sister having children. She was jealous that uh, her, children, her sister must have done some amazing things in her eye. That's what she thought. And that's why her sister merited to have children that she didn't. It says also in the Torah, do not be um, jealous of those who sin, be jealous of those who fear Hashem. So it's a positive thing. Rachel was jealous. It says in the Gemara, you're supposed to be jealous of those who know more than you. So when is it going to lead to strife and when is it going to be a positive thing? So he explains. If the jealousy is because you really want the good deed the other person is doing, or you want the wisdom the other person has, and therefore you envy someone who has a lot of wisdom and has a lot of good deeds because you like the good deeds and you like the wisdom. Since you like wisdom, you like good deeds, so you're jealous of the person who has a lot of that. And when meeting such a person who is doing a lot more than you, or has, knows a lot more than you, that makes you strive to, to, uh, to get more. Morning. Until you're able to reach that level. So when you see someone, has, if you want wisdom, and someone has a lot of wisdom, if you want mitzvahs, someone has a lot of mitzvahs, so that makes you jealous of them, and you want to reach their level. So that, that's a positive thing. And This is because your envy reaches to the very depths of your soul. And because it reaches the depth of your soul, it reveals the hidden power in your soul. Until you're able to reach a very lofty level. So, we all have different kinds of energy. We have we have energy which is in our body, which is revealed, that we're aware of. And everyone also has and they have hidden, hidden potential powers, which don't come to the fore uh, unless something triggers them. So one of the things that could trigger them is jealousy. You are really jealous of another person's goodness. And because you want that goodness, and you see someone who has so much goodness, who has so much wisdom, so that reveals in you a deep, uh, your, your, your latent potential power uh, is, is going to be revealed because of the jealousy. Because you meet someone who has a lot more wisdom, a lot more kindness, a lot more mitzvahs than you do, so then you, that, that, will, that, that could actually catapult you to a whole new level in your knowledge of Torah, a whole new level in your service of Hashem. This is what Hasidus means when it talks about the reflected light. The reflected light is power, more powerful than the ur yasher than, than the straight light. What does that mean? There is a light that um, is created by being reflected. And there's a light that is just there without any reflection. So what causes light to be reflected? When light is stopped, so light, light hits a mirror. So light stops and it bounces off. Because it bounces off, so in the mirror, you, you could see not only an image of yourself, but you could see some things that you couldn't be able to see without the mirror. 
you could see behind you, you could see objects behind you that without the mirror you wouldn't be able to see them. So by the light stopping and bouncing off the mirror, you actually could see more things than you would be able to have seen had there not been a mirror there. So the mirror, the light being stopped, actually causes, that actually expands your vision. The, the light being stopped um, causes more to be seen. So in a similar way, um, there are some things in our life that stop our service of Hashem. Our Yetzir Har, our evil inclination, convinces us, us to do the wrong thing. Okay, So it stops our service of Hashem. We decided not to concentrate in our prayers. Why? Because whatever. So we stopped. But then what happens is, is because you stopped, it could actually cause you to have a more of a greater yearning to daven the next time. So it could be that your next davening is so much more intense than you, it would have been had you had concentration in the previous davening. And so too with, with all kinds of mistakes that we make, that it's possible to bring out something much more. That's why the Gemara says, the power of a Balchuva, the place where, a, where, a, where someone who returns to Judaism stands, a perfect side cannot stand. Why can't the side stand in the place of Balchuva? Because the Balchuva yearns to be close to Hashem, and the side doesn't have that yearning. What makes the Balchuva yearn? Is because he's being, his light is being stopped. Because light is being stopped, it causes a reflective light, a much greater light. It says that in the breastplate of the Kohen Gadol, there were two kinds of um, stones on the sh- on the shoulders, Shem and Yishpe. One was more of a straight light, and one was of a more of a blinding kind of light, a light that comes from the darkness. It's not just a regular light; it's a stone which 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 is which is caused by it. It it it, it, it blinds you. It's it's a blinding kind of light, not a, not just a, a peaceful, um, colder kind of light, but a uh, but it's not. Um, these two kinds of stones represent the service of the tzaddik and the service of Balchuva, respectively. So, um, because you are feeling insignificant, this guy knows more than you. That 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 like gives you pause. That causes you to have more light. That brings an inner strength you didn't know about. Which is a lot more than the power of direct light. So too, when you're jealous of someone who has more holiness than you in their goodness, in their kindness, in their, in their mitzvahs, in their knowledge, it triggers and evokes your latent soul powers that are there. But so far, jealousy sounds amazing. Jealousy is great. It brings the inner soul powers. It can catapult you to amazing heights. So what happened yesterday, we spoke about jealousy being the worst thing, creating this hatred, which is unfixable. What is the difference? Because all this applies when what you desire are the good traits of the other person or the good wisdom of the other person. That's when... Um, that's when, it's po- that's when it's positive. When you really care about the other person's mitzvahs, and you, you love mitzvahs, that's when you really care about mitzvahs. However, if in truth you don't really want that virtue, that sanctity the other person has, let's say it this way, who would gain over here by uh, losing one more pound? I would, right? We all would know. But who is doing activity that actually... Who, who knows what activity could actually make you lose another pound? We all don't know. But who's actually doing that? Not necessarily all of us doing that. 
I'm, I'm certainly not. So <laughs> what's a pshat? What does it mean? That uh, I don't. I there's a there's something that's 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 there's something that's something blocking you there. So when when the guy really wants the mitzvahs, he really wants the wisdom, and so you meet someone who has more wisdom, it brings out all the inner strength. He goes all the way, but when he doesn't really want it that much, he's not ready to. to he doesn't really want to be in that level. He doesn't want to be in that state. He's just jealous other guy is in that state. I'm not, I don't want to have what he has. I don't want to, sometimes by a ring and someone says, L'chaim, I should become a chassid. And then you ask the guy, oh, so you want to do chitas? Uh, no. You want to do rambam? No. You want to go mtsayim? No. You, you, you want to go, what, what do you mean when you say you want to be a chassid? What does that mean? So it's possible that you look at the other person and you want to be like them, but you don't really want to be like them. You don't really want to, have to uh, endure the challenge that the other person's piety makes him have to endure. You just, you just, it's more of a, it's more of an external thing. It's not, it's not so deep. You just, you just say to yourself, um, why is he like that? Like, why is he like that? And because of this, you hate him. So if you really care about the other person's virtue that they have, that will produce amazing results. But if you're not truly wanting to be where they are, what's going to happen is, is the opposite. Your jealousy of the person is going to cause you to disdain them. If you don't really want to go and be where they are, you're going to knock them down. If you really want to be where they are, then you're going to, that's going to catapult you. Mendel Futafas was once speaking to Rabbi Neftali Yastulun. Rabbi Neftali was talking to Mendel. He's telling Mendel that he really feels bad when he was younger in Russia. He didn't learn and dive in the way because he, he, he couldn't. He was on the run, and he started crying. So Mendel said, "You're lying. You're not. You don't really care." <laughs> so, he, so he's like Mendel. He was like in tears. What are you talking? I do care. So Mendel said, "If you cared, you would be learning. You wouldn't be complaining." There is, there is a. It could, we could have crocodile tears too. We could, we, we can think that we really we care, but are, do we really care? I mean, do we really care that we are making a step? So this guy. He, um, he, he cares somewhat, he cares enough to notice, he cares enough to be bothered by the other person, but not enough to copy them, to emulate them, enough to, to find fault in where they are and to knock them down. He, why can't I be like him that? I don't want to be like that, but why can't I be like that? Why? It, it, it's, it's very subtle. That's why he hates him. That is a difficult thing. That's terrible. That's a terrible thing, and that's where all the, the hatred comes from. And said, yes, that's because of his own sense of self. So he's like, oh, I, I, I want to, I it's not that you want the service of Hashem, it's not, it's not that you want his wisdom, it's not that you want his kindness, you want to be, like the previous Shabbos said, used to be the people didn't want to, um, um, people wanted to daven, people wanted to learn. Now people want to be a lamdan, you want to be a scholar, you want to be an oivid, you, you want to be classified as a servant of Hashem. That's a chitzenistic thing, it's a very superficial thing. It's not you want the thing itself, you want the title that it brings. That's why this guy, who does he hate? He doesn't care about, he doesn't hate athletes, he, doesn't hate, he, hate, he hates only other servants of Hashem. Why? Because those are the ones who minimize his service of Hashem. Not, they don't disdain his service of Hashem, but compare, he compares himself to them, and he, and he says, oh, I'm, I'm less than them, and therefore 
he, he naturally falls, finds fault with him. And he has no idea that that's what's going on inside of him. But that's what's going on. And Rabbi Khan were talking about the definition of a chassid. So Rabbi El said a chassid is someone who is 100% a chassid. If you're not 100% a chassid of the Rebbe, and there's something that you veer from what the Rebbe is telling you to do, that shows that you're more important than what the Rebbe wants you to do, and therefore you're not a chassid. That's what Rabbi El said. And Mendel disagreed with him completely. He said someone who's 1% a chassid is a chassid. As long as he's not 100% misnagged, <laughs> he's a chassid. So, uh, so a friend of mine, Engazundere Grossbaum, he said, it depends, it depends who you're talking about. Regarding yourself, you have to ask yourself, like Rabiel is saying, so what's stopping you? Regarding someone else, it's the opposite. You have to, you have to look at them and, say, and find, see, their, see their goodness. So, in a similar way, um, it, it depends on what you're looking for. Like, let's say, for example, this. We all learn exist today, Baruch Hashem, we're spending a half hour learning exist. You know, that's 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 kabit. That's something which is which is um, it's it, you know that's important. You can you can classify it as important. You did it. You learned chassidus for davening. What did you do today? Well, I start off I a day I learned chassidus, and you can measure it. It's a measurable achievement. Let's say you couldn't do thirty minutes. Let's say you only could do five. So would you do the five? It depends. If you want the virtue of doing chassidus for davening, you lost it. But if you want the chassidus itself, then you have some chassidus. At least you have some of it. What if, what if you're missing breakfast, right? If you're missing breakfast, you can't have a full breakfast. Do you want the virtue of breakfast? Or do you want the food? So if you're like me, you want the food. You don't want the virtue of breakfast. You're just, you're just hungry. You want to eat. So even though you can't have a, a full, a long breakfast, you're going to grab something to eat something so that you could, you could eat something because you want the food itself. So what's going on with this guy is that the first guy we're talking about, he wants the food. The second guy, he wants the title that the food brings. So, uh, and where does this come from? It comes from his sense of self. Therefore, when he looks at the other guy, he doesn't see learning, he doesn't see davening, he doesn't see mitzvahs. He sees someone else that's taking his space. Because he doesn't really care about the thing itself that he wants so much. He doesn't care so much about the learning and the wisdom and the kindness itself. He cares more about the title. And therefore, who, does it, who, who is stepping on his toes? Who's, who's taking away his space? Not other people who have other, not rich people, not athletic people, not successful in, pe- in people in business. Only those who are doing the same thing that he's doing. You know what he does? This guy, he loves hanging around with people which are simple. People who know a lot less than him. He specifically, he specifically looks for their affection and their kinship. Why does he want to hang out with simple people? Simple. Because, <clears throat> pun unintended, he had, it, it, there's a simple reason why you want simple people. Because they don't step on his toes. Because they aren't in the same realm as him. On the contrary, he could be their teacher. He could delude himself. He could trick himself. He could say, you know why I love hanging around with simple people? It's because I'm so humble. I'm the humble person, and I am hanging around people who are so low, because I'm so humble. That's why he says, oh, I have this kinship and this love for simple people, because I'm such a humble person. The truth is, why does he want to hang around with simple people? It's because of his arrogance, because of his sense of self. Since he prided himself as being a servant of Hashem, and therefore, who does he hate? He hates specifically someone else who is in the same category. 
So someone else who is in the same category minimizes his sense of, of importance. But simple people who are not on the same level, they don't interfere with his sense of self, and therefore he loves them. You're supposed to love a Jew, right? So, so everyone has our Yisrael. So, um, and he has his Avos Yisrael, and it's not interfered with this evil of Midian when it's, some, when it's not someone who is threatening his arrogance. Someone who's not threatening his arrogance, so he, has, he also has Avos Yisrael, even though he has this problem with Midian, but he also has Avos Yisrael too, and that Avos Yisrael surfaces um, when the, the other person is not, is not um, taking up his space. Someone who is even more coarse and has a more of a sense of self, it could be that his love for the other, those people is not because he has obviously self for them. In other words, it could be that he has obviously self for them and it's just only for them because his sense of self doesn't, um, is not threatened by them, but he actually loves them. And it also could be worse that he's not really loving them it's just like he wants, th- th- this is a, another stage for him. This is another place where he could s- spread his arrogance, and spread, a sense of, spread himself to another audience. He is now a greater stage. Because they honor him. And they cherish his words. So it's not that he really loves them, it's that he feels um, appreciated by them, and that they, they enhance his, um, his unhealthy self-esteem. So, so in short, what do we learn today? We learned that it's good to be jealous when your jealousy is of the thing that you're jealous of. You really care about something. And when you really care about something and someone else has that thing, your jealousy that the person is doing something really good and you really, you really, really care about it, that will actually open doors for you in the service of Hashem. But if it's not you're caring for that thing, but it's just because you want to have that um, title, you want to have that virtue of being um, in the classification of someone who possesses that thing because you know, you know, it's not like a real deep desire for wisdom or desire to be, a, to, for kindness, it's just for the title of it, it's not pithemius it's chitzenius, it's not inside you, it's something which is more superficial then what's going to happen is naturally is that when you see someone having those virtues you're going to feel a little Ashamed, and your and your shame is going to cause you to have to. It's it's going to calibrate. You're not going to have to to um, put the other person down to make yourself feel better, and um, and therefore, what are you going to do? First of all, you're going to make, make you're going to you're going to disdain the other person's service of Hashem. And number two, you're also going to um, besides pointing out their flaws, etc. Um, you're also going to deliberately try to hang out with people which don't have those virtues. And you're going to say to yourself, it's because you're so humble. It's not. It's because of your arrogance that you want to don't want to be in places which your arrogance is threatened. And it could be that even your desire to hang out with simple people is not because you love them and they don't threaten you. It's more that itself is an expression of your arrogance. Okay, that's that's basically this chapter. Uh, any uh, questions, comments? One thing you said on the story is yeah. the other night I went to bed and I forgot my pizza to do it. So I got out of bed. I got out of bed not because 
going to see this, but because I have to do my pitas. And it didn't bother me because I had to get out of bed. But I did it. But not because I wanted... I you don't want the thing itself. You wanted that I did it. Because you're supposed to do it. Right. So that's, that was the... So that's I interesting. That argument that you were saying between the two fellows. Well, but, 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 but let's, let's go... What you're saying is... is, is um, is not the same category as a guy who's so superficial. I mean, you did want to have done chitas. You didn't want the chitas itself. You didn't want the chumash itself. You wanted to have done chitas. I know there. I've been there, very every day. <laughs> but but there's something good about that. What, what, what's good about that? First of all, the Torah says do things for the wrong reason. They mentioned do them for the right reason. So, so and, and every time that comes to chitas, it's, it's it's forever. Every day is chitas is a forever thing. It's 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 infinite. So so you can't like. Right, just, just like the previous rabbi took the ten chassidim and he made a pact with them to give every drop of blood to spread Torah and Judaism in Soviet Russia. In a similar way, every every uh, every mitzvah is, is forever. It's for everything, and, and and it matters. So it doesn't necessarily. It's not so important necessarily if, you, if it, what brings you there is is this or that. As long as you get there. On the other hand, um, and, and also another point, even if you don't understand the chitas. There's a virtue. If you're just reading it. You don't know. It, it, there's, you're still making that connection. There's, some, some, there's something valuable about doing chitas, even though it's, you're calling doing it, not learning it. It's better to learn it, of course. But it's something just about saying the holy words of the chitas does something. It gives you something. So it's uh, it, it, there, there's there's a huge huge accomplishment there, uh, and it takes a lot to get out of bed and do it. And I I've been there. And and, and but you don't, don't but but don't the right. expression next to them. Guard my soul because I'm a chassid. Why is it guard my soul because I'm a chassid? Chassid is, is, has such powerful ideas that the same, same idea could lift you up and it could derail you. Like we're thinking about jealousy. Jealousy is such a great positive thing, and, it, and at the same time it could, could derail you also. So you have to be, as we ask Hashem to help us, to guide us, because it's L'chaim uh, L'chaim Rebrecha. Great day, Rebel. Great day, Blake. Great day, David. Great day, L'chaim Peretz. Good Shabbos.